Welcome to Trending Health, where we provide you with valuable insights and perspectives on the evolving healthcare industry. Brought to you by Dynamic, Trending Health explores industry topics that are real, relevant, and worth discussing. I'm your host, Jen Burke. An incredibly fragmented healthcare system has current and new players expanding across the value chain and blurring boundaries across sectors. As these organizations move to own a greater proportion of the delivery channel, acquire data, and move closer to the consumer, we're seeing a change in how they do business. I'm here with Binamics' Mindy McGrath and Ryan Hummel to discuss this trend towards business model and partnership innovation. Let's talk about where we are right now. Why are we seeing this explosion of business model and partnership innovation? What's really driving this change? Jen, I think there are multiple forces that really represent headwinds for growth in healthcare. And when you think about it, it comes down to what I'm calling the five C's, consumers, complexity, connected care, cost, and creating and capturing value. So if we think about each one of these a little bit further, when we look at what is happening right now with business model adjustments and partnership innovation, Many healthcare providers, service-oriented organizations, purchasers are really trying to link together um, to create partnerships that have consumers at the center or the focal point of what they're delivering. A second piece of this is the complexity piece. We know that we are in a healthcare system that is very fragmented, extremely difficult to navigate, and so many of the, the partnerships that we're seeing now and even some adjustments to business models are really trying to cut through those complexities in healthcare and do two things. One, I think improve productivity, but secondly, really try to create a more collaborative environment, which should in essence also be easier for stakeholders to be able to navigate. The third one I mentioned is around connected care. Um, you know, when I think about delivery of care Technology has really been a driving source for services around delivery of care and around new business models, including things like innovation in payment and reimbursement, uh, new patient care management models that we're seeing emerge, as well as outcome measurements. I think you know players are trying to really own almost like a greater portion of the delivery channel acquiring data and moving closer to the patient and doing it in a way that it, it looks and feels almost more seamless than it used to. The fourth um, piece that I mentioned was around cost. And this to me is probably one of the most pronounced changes and that is the, the shift to value. I mean, we are essentially going through a period of time right now where we are trying to move healthcare systems into payment models that are no longer focused right, on fee for service and fee for activity, but really focused on driving outcomes that are around quality and access. And I think that as a result of this, right, that we are seeing organizations reflect on what their business models need to look like in this emerging environment, and also identify where their gaps are and where they can be covered with partnerships. And the fifth piece is ultimately, the reason why we're seeing business models emerge differently and partnerships take shape is because every healthcare organization is trying to create and capture value for what you know, we're calling healthcare 2.0 looks like. How a new healthcare market requires different sets of skills, different capabilities. It requires the ability to handle risk 
and just show up very differently in the marketplace than what has traditionally been the case. Yeah, I think a final C uh, for some reasons why business model and partner innovation has occurred is really around COVID. We've talked about the pandemic in past podcasts before, but I think the basic economic factors that existed or exist now M&A activity was, although it was muted in the first part of 2020 due to the pandemic, COVID has really acted as an accelerator for innovation and potential partners. And, you know, it's been a, just a harrowing pandemic for the country and for the world. And it's enabled creative ways to think about how we are going to move forward as a healthcare industry. And what it's done is really allow incumbent customers and companies, stalwart, uh, health systems, health plans, technology firms, and life science companies really understand that they have gaps and they need partners to transform the industry so that they can be sustainable for the long term. And you know, remembering that there are so many different types of partnerships, um, and they range from things like licensing agreements and handshakes, almost, or even powered by a capability or an innovation all the way through mergers and acquisitions. And I think many times we get stuck with the idea of buying, purchasing, acquiring, or merging, but there's many different components of that spectrum of partnership innovation. You know, ultimately, right. I think what we're talking about is that the reason why this is such a significant trend now is because healthcare leaders realize that they need to do things differently as a result of all these forces that are, are kind of emerging at the same time. I think the other thing that's rather interesting too is that we talk a lot about these, these um, forces that are driving business model innovation and it's, it doesn't stop just in the US. I mean, we are seeing this occur actually in Europe and Asia too, which I think is interesting because you think about their payer models, right? Which tend to be global budgets and single payer models, but they are actually outsourcing more and more services as opposed to being government driven. So I think there's just this this idea of business model and partnership innovation takes different shape in different healthcare systems, but it's not isolated only to the US. Thanks, Mindy and Ryan. It's so interesting to hear about the various factors across the globe that are converging to cause this explosion of new business models and partnership innovations. I'd love to hear about some examples you think that best encapsulate this trend. You know, what are the business model and partnership innovations that have you most excited for where the industry is headed? Jen, that's a a great question. I think there is a list of partnerships and innovation that we could talk about. You know, one example could be, you know, the Oak Street One Medical um, Partnership uh, that really is is combining this retail mindset of primary care and combining forces in a, in a real personal way. And I think we talk a lot about on this podcast, you know, personal health care, you know, the idea of partnering with Oak Street and One Medical, which are really tech enabled primary care companies that target different demographics, really combining forces allows them to um, be able to personalize each and every visit with the provider through evidence-based testing that is specific to that patient. And, you know, if you would go back in time months or years ago, you would not see something like that happen. So, you know, that's a really, you know, one example of partnership innovation coming to fruition when we talk a little bit about the trends in the healthcare industry. I think for me, the, the area that's most fascinating is in the payer space. You know, we traditionally think of payers as organizations that are really focused on operating 
claims and um, dealing with the financial aspects of coverage. But what we are starting to see in this space is that more and more payers realize that there is greater value if they more move towards integrating um, towards what we're calling the next gen of managed care. So that's the idea of taking payer capabilities and marrying them with provider capabilities and technology to create an service offerings and solutions that really account for both the operational aspect as well as, as the delivery of care. And one partnership in particular that I am really fascinated by is between Humana and Dispatch Health. So if you listen to our podcast, you know we talk a lot about the emergence of home health and the fact that healthcare is starting to move more and more towards the home. And that's exactly what this partnership is meant to capitalize on. Humana is such a large organization with a very large Medicare member base. And in Dispatch Health, Health, what they've done is they've come together using technology and uh, Dispatch, um, their provider network, and been able to create the first program in the US that actually brings hospital level care to members in their home. Um, and that's a first for a national plan. So I think that's a, a really interesting partnership that uh, we need to keep watching because you know, when we talk about hospital level care, it's more than just a, a nurse showing up to take vital signs in a home. This is about having you know, a, an emergency level, an emergency room level physician on call. It's about using remote monitoring to check in regularly with Humana's members, um, having dietitians on staff. Really everything that you could possibly get in a hospital is being brought to the home. So this one I'm really interested in seeing because I think it really starts to test this idea of can you go beyond what home healthcare looks like today and bring greater value to people in the space that we know they tend to prefer to be anyhow, which is in their home. Yeah, just like we talk a lot about home health and the emergence and revolution that's occurring at the home, you know, we also talk a lot about behavioral health. And, you know, I think another great example of innovation and partnership, Jen, is the combination of hims and hers and Privia Health. It combines kind of three things. It combines the idea of telehealth, the idea of medication delivery, and this this goal of wellness that Hims and Hers is committed to with Privia Health to deliver things like online psychiatric evaluations and anonymous support groups. So it really kicks in these needs and gaps that we see in the U.S. healthcare system around behavioral health, much like the partnership that many mentioned around home health. We'd be remiss if we didn't talk a lot about those traditional life science companies too, Mindy. You know, we're seeing just like in the past, partnerships with drug launch that really are taking shape for the for the next three to five years. But more than that, with the pandemic, we're seeing other life science companies partner with companies like Pfizer to help distribute the vaccination for COVID and partnerships that really would not occur if it weren't for uh, the state of the world that we're in. So I, I don't see that stopping anytime soon. We could talk for hours around all these examples of partnerships that run the spectrum from kind of handshake partnerships to to mergers. It it won't stop anytime soon. And Ryan, I think the other thing that's so fascinating about this is as we have seen technology adoption really increase in this industry, 
we have seen so many more unique types of business models and partnerships take shape. I mean, you think about healthcare technology and healthcare services and how they serve and enable the industry as a whole and their efforts to try to, to liberate data and create platforms and solutions that enable other healthcare organizations to think in creative ways, I don't think can be underscored when we think about like what's exciting about what is going on in healthcare today when it comes to emerging models and, and partnerships. Another area when we talk a little bit about innovation and partnerships is kind of a flipping it on its head paradigm where there are health companies and healthcare firms and systems spinning out technology and services on their own related to innovation and automation, things like group purchasing, revenue cycle management. Uh, you know, there are health systems like Mount Sinai that have spun off um, RX Health. Johns Hopkins has spun out many companies, including a mobile health technology and web-based solution. Geisinger Health has created XG Health Solutions, which is a population health management tool that helps providers and payers streamline financial and clinical performance. All things that are really, really important to other providers and health systems. And if those health systems around the country don't have that capability or competency, they can look to some of these health systems that have lived it, have created a core competency around it and spun it off to commercialize it to other systems. Thanks, Mindy and Ryan. I think there are definitely a lot of exciting new partnerships in the healthcare industry right now, but they're likely to fall prey to probably some old problems. Statistics show that up to 70% of business partnerships ultimately fail. So my question to you both is how can healthcare companies ensure these new models or new partnerships are effective? You know, what strategies should they be pursuing or avoiding in order to make sure these ventures achieve their goals? Yeah, another great question. And, you know, we could spend months talking about this because as you mentioned, 70% typically do not succeed. So clearly there are smart people at the table creating these partnerships. It's very difficult. And I think, you know, a few tenets or a few, a few key areas that I think as a leader of a healthcare firm, you should be, we should be focusing on is really understanding why it is you're partnering, right? We talk a lot about value chain here in this podcast and it is a cliched word, but it's really important to understand and, and your business and what value you're creating for both your employees and for your customers and to understand why exactly you need that partnership. Maybe you're trying to grow through strategy to diversify your business, or maybe you're trying to add value um, for new stakeholders that you are trying to get. And that's what the partnership is about. Or maybe you're trying to achieve greater efficiency and operational excellence. So understanding exactly why it is you're partnering with another company is probably one of the first steps. You know, the other thing, you know, some human skills and, and Mindy, you and I talk about this a lot is to be able to be flexible and transparent and psychologically safe, to be able to open your, the hood of your car, so to speak, and share leader to leader what it is you do, why it is you do it, and what you're trying to achieve by the partnership is the key. Seems pretty simple, but I think those key areas are really kind of the, the foundation of creating a true innovative partnership. And Ryan, I would just add that I, I think having clear objectives and success factors in terms of what you think you want your end goal to be is really important. And along the way, being able to be nimble 
and agile to flex when things go off the rails, right? So we talk a lot about failing forward fast. Uh, and I think that's another aspect of a successful partnership is having that structure around the end goal and having a plan to get there, but understanding that there might need to be pivots along the way is critically important. Uh, the other piece I would add would just say, be checking your egos at the door. I think both, you know, both entities, even, you know, there might be three entities in a partnership, uh, and they're all probably very strong in certain areas, and so it's easy to get into a situation where the egos get in the way of what the collective goal might be. And I would say that's probably one of the, the greater um, success factors that has to be considered when entering into these partnerships. Well, I'm certainly really excited to see which of these partnerships or new business models are successful, which ones are maybe not so successful, and ultimately what lessons we learn as an industry from these new developments. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Trending Health. For links to resources discussed in the episode, to subscribe to the Trending Health podcast, and explore if Dynamic can help your company manage ongoing healthcare industry change, visit trendinghealth.com. Tune into the next episode where we look forward to providing you with more insights on the healthcare industry.